Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Saturday, I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, we are sitting at 46 here in the nation's capital. It's 6.59. This is WTOP News. WTOP FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP FM Braddock Heights Frederick. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Nick Ainelli. Coming up... Breaking news tonight, the Maryland State House in Annapolis is locked down after a security threat is called in. Stay with WTOP for live coverage. Also breaking tonight, a judge holds former CBS and Fox News correspondent Catherine Harridge in civil contempt for refusing to divulge a source of some of her stories. No bond for the man accused in a chaotic chase across Maryland. He was having a mental health crisis. I'm Scott Gelman. The Nasdaq was up 144 today. It's 7 o'clock. A presidential battle at the border. It's time to act. It's long past time to act. This is a Biden invasion. Wildfires are spreading in Texas. It looked like Armageddon. It looked like the end of the world. Desperation in the Middle East. The Israeli military opened fire. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Monica Ricks. Both President Biden and former President Trump visited the southern border today in Texas and held dueling events addressing immigration issues. CBS's Linda Kenyon has more on Biden's stop in Brownsville. He met with local officials, Border Patrol agents, and the people of Brownsville to urge Congress to reintroduce the derailed border security bill. The majority of Democrats and Republicans in both houses support this legislation until someone came along and said, don't do that, it'll benefit the incumbent. President then challenged Republicans to stand up against that pressure. And remember, they work for the American people. Meantime, Trump was an eagle pass, claiming more terrorists and murderers are getting into the U.S. on Biden's watch. It's uh, allowing thousands and thousands of people to come in from China, Iran, Yemen, the Congo, Syria, and a lot of other nations. Many nations are not very friendly to us. New election polling found finds that immigration is the number one issue for Americans. Two people, a police officer and a court worker in Missouri, have now died after getting shot today just outside of Independence. Another officer was injured there. Investigators say they've been trying to serve an eviction notice. On this vote, the yeas are 402 and the nays are 16. The House passed another short-term spending measure to avoid a shutdown today. This one keeps some federal agencies operating through March 8th and others through the 22nd. The Senate will vote next. Firefighters are struggling to get a handle on now deadly wildfires across the Texas panhandle. To battle the state's biggest wildfire in history, first responders drive through an inferno of smoke and flames. They weren't able to save Ryan Hightower's home. It's heartbreaking, not just for me and my family, but all the other families that have lost. The Smokehouse Creek fire began Monday and has devoured 1,700 square miles so far, with plenty of fuel to keep it going. The fire has destroyed homes, killed cattle, and taken a heavy toll on the community. Jason Allen, CBS News, Fritch, Texas. And we are following breaking news out of Washington, where a federal judge is now holding former CBS News correspondent Catherine Herridge in civil contempt for refusing to give up her source on a series of stories during her time at Fox News. They focused on a Chinese-American scientist's alleged ties to the Chinese government and whether she helped them gain access to members of the U.S. military. This. Now this. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. 
Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 703 here on WTOP. It's Thursday evening, February 29th, 2024. Resting at 42. Some of us back to the 20s later. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Breaking news on WTOP. There have been tense moments tonight, tense hours, in fact, at the Maryland State House, which has been locked down after a security threat. Let's take you live to WTOP's Kate Ryan with the latest. That's right. We first heard the news about uh, two hours ago at five o'clock. There was word that the State House, and this is where the House and Senate meet, that very famous domed building in Annapolis, was on lockdown. Something very unusual. I can't remember that in in my years of covering it. Um, and the uh, Annapolis City Police have been able to tell us they went floor by floor. And as of, say, 38 minutes ago, they had found nothing suspicious. It looked like things were winding down. But they were telling reporters like Brian Sears at Maryland Matters, who spoke to us earlier, to to uh, shelter in place at another building. He was in the House of Delegates building with other reporters. Um, and at this point, Brian is tweeting that, We've just gotten the all clear and can leave where we are, but not sure if we can go to our office. Their office is in the State House building. So things are still very much in flux there, but certainly a, a little rattling uh, for everyone in Annapolis right now. Absolutely so. Uh, some thoughts, including uh, people writing on social media, go back to late June of 2018, the Capitol Gazette shooting. And ever since then, of course, Kate, uh, Annapolis has always been very wary of this kind of thing and, and super cautious. That's a Exactly right. And that's why you saw a very powerful police response to this. DJS, Capitol Police, Annapolis City Police. There are images of people with long guns approaching the state house. Um, as Brian wrote, the hardest part of this was not texting my wife to let her know where the news or whether the news or social media had gotten to her. Uh, the other hardest part was telling a colleague not to come. Because, again, we still have working reporters in that market who survived that attack at the Capitol Gazette and many, many people who know friends of friends who who did not survive. So, again, th- th- that kind of shows you why this very, very strong response and why we've kept an eye on it, as we would any community, undergoing this kind of a threat. That is WTOP's Kate Ryan joining us live. When we get the all clear from the Maryland State House and from Annapolis, you'll hear about it right here on WTOP. Some other news tonight. The man accused of using a stolen Maryland highway help truck to lead police on a high-speed chase and at times rather low-speed chase, but very uh, violent in terms of crashing into 13 vehicles that night. Well, he was having a psychotic episode at the time of the incident. That is what the man's lawyer is claiming. WTOP Scott Gelman was in court to see and hear what happened. Judge Holly Reed is calling the incident one of the most extreme dangers that he's seen in the community, maybe ever. Here at Montgomery County District Court, he said that's why he's ordering Flavio Cesar Lanuza to be held without bond. Quite candidly, I think that, that might have been the reaction of many of the people in the community. But Lanuza's lawyer, Maria Mena, said he started pacing and changed his behavior in the week before the incident. She argued he was having a mental health breakdown and should be at a mental health facility. The problem today is so many people do not understand what mental health 
is. But prosecutors said Lanuza remains a danger to the community, in part because of how he acted while driving the stolen truck. You saw him hit various cars. It was like as if a tank was hitting some of these smaller vehicles. In Rockville, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. New this evening, we have additional details in a tragic story out of Landover. Police say an 11-year-old girl's stepfather is to blame for her untimely death. We're going to get to the bottom of what actually occurred. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says while they don't know the exact motive, what they do know is when officers arrived to the Stansbury Lane home in Landover, they found 11-year-old Malin Turks dead. Her bright future was cut tragically short last night by her stepfather, 38-year-old Curtis Lynch. He says Lynch also shot the girl's mother before turning the gun on himself. Lynch would die from his injuries. The mother was hospitalized in critical condition. County Executive Angela... Also, Brooks says this case and others show a really growing epidemic that we're seeing once again in our community around domestic violence. This is the sixth death of the year linked to domestic violence. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Now 707, and we're learning new details this evening about the death of a man suspected in a string of shootings and carjackings in the area last month. Body-worn camera footage from New Carrollton Police that was just released shows the moments after police shot and killed the suspect. In releasing the footage, the Maryland Attorney General's office says the two new Carrollton police officers didn't turn on their body-worn cameras until after they'd shot Artel Cunningham. One officer kicked two guns away from Cunningham in the parking lot. The footage does not show any officer attending to Cunningham until after another department arrived. Come on, flip them over and put them in handcuffs and then we got to work them. The lead officer from that other agency urged Cunningham, come on, man, as he began chest compressions. Cunningham died at the hospital. The AG's office says the investigation into the fatal shooting continues. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. The body-worn camera footage is posted at WTOP.com. Still to come here on WTOP, have you found yourself spending at least a, a little less than you were last year? Stay with us. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's get to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In the district, work crew got busy earlier in the southbound 3rd Street Tunnel on 395. You're getting by a single file to the ramp uh, to the right on the ramp that takes you out of the tunnel and to continue on southbound 395 toward the 14th Street Bridge. That's why you're sitting in traffic in the tunnel right now. In Virginia, southbound 395 did have a crash after Seminary Road along the left side. I believe they're getting that out of the roadway even as we speak, though. And uh, it is still quite slow coming south from uh, Seminary Road. I think they got that off to the right shoulder now on southbound 395. 95 is doing all right, as is 66. Interloop still slows at about the Dulles Toll Road to the American Legion Bridge. Uh, a little bit here and there through... Bethesda and Silver Spring on the Interloop Beltway on the Maryland side, and uh, generally good to go on uh, Maryland side on 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. BW Parkway does have a little bit of volume, though, getting up to the Beltway and up through Greenbelt and southbound through Laurel as well. 15 of the Bay Bridge, that is running well. 270 North, they got that crash out of the road a long time ago at Montgomery Village, and all travel lanes are open. And uh, around the State House at Annapolis, we believe that the uh, police activity is beginning to wind down there around that investigation uh, on State Circle itself. WTOP Newsroom furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looked so good. 
Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's uh, check in now with Jordan Evans, 7 News, First Alert Meteorologist. A chilly evening out there, temperatures falling into the 40s and 30s. Tonight, it's mainly clear again, and freezing temperatures for that bus stop tomorrow with light winds. Increasing clouds for your Friday. Showers return Friday night into early Saturday. That will continue through at least lunchtime. And then clouds for the rest of your Saturday with upper 50s. And Sunday, back to mostly sunny and dry. High of 65 and a northeast wind at 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. So at the wharf in D.C. at this hour, 46, National Harbor 45, Sterling 41 degrees down to the 30s and even the 20s in some parts of our area. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour with Steve Dresner. On Thursday, we learned pending home sales fell 4.9%. Consumer spending got off to a very slow start this past January. Personal spending rose just 0.2% last month. That's the smallest increase in three months. On Wall Street, the Dow recovered nicely, was down for most of the day, but finished up 47. S&P 500 up 26, and the NASDAQ finished higher for its first record close since November of 2021, finishing up 144. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Let's uh, check out the Asia-Pacific markets here quickly. Australia is up a fraction and South Korea's Kospi is down half a percent. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on Springs Essential Veggie at Whole Foods Market. Organic asparagus is just $3.59 per pound with Prime through April 18th. While supplies last, shop in-store online. Terms apply. News on WTOP. We have been following the Maryland State House being in lockdown for a couple of hours now. Let's take you live again to WTOP's Kate Ryan for an update. And now we have the word that it is all clear at the Maryland State House after five o'clock when they first got word of an unspecified threat. And the complex was put on lockdown. Annapolis police, Capitol police did a floor by floor search, searched the grounds and did have people move from the state house itself to some of the ancillary buildings, the House of Delegates, the uh, Senate building to shelter in place. That now apparently lifted. I'm getting word from some members of the House that the complex is clear. And Senator Bill Ferguson, uh, the president of the Senate, also uh, noting that uh, they are now all clear and thanking the police and all public safety responders for their assistance uh, in bringing this thing to an end. Certainly a rattling day uh, for the folks there in Annapolis. Well, first and foremost, we want to make sure everybody's OK. And it sounds like that is, that is the case. No one physically harmed. Do we know anything more about what happened here? Just somebody called in a threatening message of some kind and I, that set all this off? As, again, the only thing I have uh, for sure from police is an unspecified threat. And again, that they found no suspicious package, no suspicious person. Uh, and this thing seems to have been resolved. We'll be checking for a final uh, check and, and see what police have to say and what they can tell us. All right. We'll tell you more as it comes in tonight. That is Kate Ryan live on WTOP. The all clear sounded in Annapolis. Some other news tonight. The countdown to cherry blossom season. We now have the projected dates for this year's peak bloom of the cherry trees at the Tidal Basin. I won't waste any time. Here are the dates. March 23rd through March 26th. Jeff Reinbold, superintendent of the National Mall for the National Park Service, calls determining the dates a great puzzle. Every year, we take different pieces of data 
such as long-term forecasts, historical records, and the appearance of the trees. And this year was particularly puzzling, he says, because it was the warmest January on record. Regardless of when the blossoms are open, we have a full month of flowers and festivities. The National Cherry Blossom Festival includes a parade and a kite festival and a kickoff party and lots more. It begins March 20th. Shana Stewin, WTOP News. The festival runs through April 14th. Still to come tonight here on WTOP. Uh, we are looking at some waning support for Ukraine among some Americans. Waning support for Black History Month, too. And we're going in-depth with 538, just 30 seconds away. At line. they know going the extra mile takes hard work. For companies pushing to go further, Uline will go the distance with you. 24-7, they answer the phone to get you the shipping and industrial supplies you need. Business can move fast. Unexpected large orders, adverse weather new safety guidelines, and changing economic trends. Uline works hard keeping 41,000 items ready to ship, minimizing detours on your way to the extra mile. Visit Uline.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 715, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thank you very much for being with us. Congress has managed to prevent a partial government shutdown this weekend, but so far has not accomplished one of President Biden's major goals to send tens of billions of dollars more to Ukraine, whose fighters are now woefully low on ammunition and other weapons. Nathaniel Rakich is a senior elections analyst at 538. He joined us here earlier to discuss whether the latest polling shows Americans still support Ukraine as it tries to defend itself against the Russian invasion. Back in 2022, when war first broke out, there was a lot of outpouring of support among Americans for Ukraine. You saw, um, you know, flags hanging from windows and uh, you know, bipartisan support really for aiding Ukraine. But it looks like now it's become more of a divisive issue with Republicans tending to oppose it and Democrats tending to support it. Uh, so, for example, one poll from the Associated Press found that 45 percent of Americans now think the U.S. is spending too much money helping Ukraine. Um, but a different poll from YouGov found that 46 percent think the West is not doing enough to support Ukraine. So pretty divided. For those that I don't want to say no longer care, but are not, are not as concerned, are they looking inward? Are they becoming isolationists? Yeah, that's been a trend, particularly within the Republican Party, basically since Trump took over the party, where obviously the Republican Party used to be known for being interventionists, so like under George W. Bush. But Trump and his supporters are much more skeptical of international Black History Month that we are wrapping up. Are Americans still uh, as fascinated as they they once perhaps were with learning about this history that we know has been buried a lot of times and and not really revealed as it properly should have been and taught as it should have been? Yeah, this one is really interesting. So there was a poll this month from Big Village, the pollster Big Village, and they found that just 53 percent of Americans thought that Black History Month was extremely or very important in promoting the awareness and understanding of uh, black history. Um, White Americans were particularly uh, down on Black History Month, only 48% said that it was extremely or very important in that regard. But by contrast, of course, Black Americans were uh, kind of a lot more optimistic. They thought uh, 82% of them thought that it was extremely or very important. Nathaniel, people are always asking you, why is this and why is that? Any uh, insight into what's happened here with Black History Month? I'm reminded that some people at least are less keen on the diversity, equity, and inclusion that we were very much into a few years ago after the murder of George Floyd. Yeah, I I think that that is playing a role here, but it's important to note that we don't have kind of a trend line on this survey, so we don't know if these numbers are higher or lower than they've been in the past, but I think obviously the, the racial divide on that question uh, is, is self-evident. Uh, black Americans obviously um, you know, believe that uh, you know, black 
Americans have had support, important contributions to history, and, and it seems like white Americans uh, don't think that uh, they need to learn about that as much. Let me change the subject once more, Nathaniel, to the Supreme Court. It seems that uh, at one time those justices were untouchable and highly respected, but wow, we've we've changed a lot in recent years. Yeah, definitely. So there was a recent poll from the Marquette University Law School that found that the Supreme Court has a net approval rating of negative 20 percentage points. And that is way, way down from 2020 when they had a mark of positive 33 percentage points. Obviously, the court has gone through a lot of controversy in the last few years. You've had some ethics scandals on the court. But I think one of the big things was the 2022 decision that overturned Roe v. Wade, the Dobbs decision. Uh, according to the same poll, two thirds of Americans opposed that decision. Nathaniel Rakich is a senior elections analyst at 538. Top stories on WTOP. Breaking news and all clear has been given for the Maryland State House after an unspecified threat prompted an evacuation and lockdown. President Biden and former President Trump both made separate appearances at the U.S.'s southern border in Texas today. We expect to go in-depth on that at 745 tonight. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. We are brought to you by Nutanix. The Nutanix hybrid multi-cloud platform runs all your apps and data anywhere. See why their customers give them a net promoter score above 90 by taking a free test drive at Nutanix.com slash WTOP. This is Bob Imler in the Traffic Center. On the Beltway on the Outer Loop, after 66 near Arlington Boulevard, there is a new crash that has now been moved to the right shoulder, but it is slow coming down from 66, getting past the incident now out of the roadway. And southbound 395 after Seminary, that crash has now been cleared out of the roadway as well. Uh, it is still slow from Seminary Road getting to it, but it is out of the roadway and on the shoulder. Outer Loop slows a bit from about Telegraph to the Wilson Bridge. In the district, road work is set up early tonight. Southbound 3rd Street Tunnel on the ramp to uh, 395 South toward Virginia. You get by single file to the right on that ramp. On the Beltway in Maryland, things are winding down nicely. We're good to go on 270, on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Nothing in your way there. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And now to 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Jordan Evans this evening. Clear and chilly this evening with temperatures, 40s and 30s, eventually some upper 20s by tomorrow morning. A cold start to the day at the bus stop as well with light winds. Friday afternoon will bring some more clouds, temperatures in the 50s, but eventually some rain for your Friday night plans. Saturday early morning plans too could also have some rain, eventually clouds for the rest of the day, and drier conditions by Sunday we're looking mostly sunny and dry with a high of 65 and a northeast wind. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, Springfield 45, Farragut Square 42, Laurel 41 degrees. Let's see how cold we expected to get tonight. 24 degrees in the coldest suburbs to about 34 closer to D.C. overnight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, heating and air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, this area is teeming with artificial intelligence jobs, as it turns out. Also, they're working on a Michael Jackson biographical movie. We'll tell you what we know so far about that. It's all ahead tonight, right here on WTOP. In Comes Company, the smash hit Broadway musical. Winner of five Tony Awards, including Best Revival of a Musical. Company is a hilarious musical masterpiece about life, love, and good company. 
give it five stars saying yes. It's really that good. Playing March 12th through 31st at the Kennedy Center. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. There's nothing quite like the Honda Accord Hybrid and the CRV Hybrid when it comes to exhilarating efficiency. With hybrid technology and thrilling capability, these vehicles deliver an electrifying performance on every drive. But what truly makes these hybrids special is the unwavering determination that inspires everything we do. Redefine your driving experience with Honda, KBB.com's best value brand of 2023. Contact your local Washington area Honda dealer for a great deal today. Based on 2023 brain image wars from Kelly Blue Book, visit kbb.com for more information. 722. Whether it's cancer, a heart condition, or another health issue that requires specialized treatment for you or a loved one, one expert is never enough. At Innova, we offer comprehensive and compassionate care from world-class experts working together across a wide spectrum of medical specialties. Learn more at innova.org slash specialties. John Aaron, Michelle Bash, and Rita Kessler. They can't help you prepare for that meeting tomorrow morning. But with traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th, they can help you show up for it on time. Mornings on WTOP News. Facts matter. Good to have you here, 723. It's great to be here in Richmond. Thank you so much for coming out. That's campaign 2024 on WTOP with Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley speaking to a crowd in the Virginia Capitol today. It's ahead of Super Tuesday next week when Virginia and more than a dozen other states hold presidential primaries. Haley tells the crowd she thinks more fresh faces are needed in our politics. Congress has become the most privileged nursing home in the country. Don't you think it's finally time we had term limits in Washington, D.C.? Don't you think we need to have mental competency tests for anyone over the age of 75? Haley's Republican opponent, former President Trump, will be making a stop in Richmond, Virginia for a rally Saturday night. Well, this may come as a surprise to some of us. The D.C. area has surpassed California's Bay Area in artificial intelligence-related job postings. The real estate company, JLL, tells Arlington now these new jobs are a clear sign of how the emerging tech is already impacting Arlington and its neighbors. The report predicts the region's numerous data centers will have to undergo AI-focused upgrades to meet industry requirements. It notes there's already a surge in AI lobbying in response to potential regulations. Almost 15 years after he died, Michael Jackson is going to get a biopic. The King of Pop will be played by his real-life nephew, Jafar Jackson, and Coleman Domingo will portray his father, Joe Jackson, who managed those kids in the iconic Jackson 5 and played a big role in making them superstars. Domingo says the biopic won't be shying away from Michael Jackson's controversies and the dark side. Watching Jafar play his uncle, Michael Jackson, has been... An honor of a lifetime. Working with Neil Long, who plays my wife, Catherine, um, Antoine Fuqua, beautiful director. We're having a great time. Everything is about really honoring Michael's legacy and also dealing with some of the complicated nature of his life. Coleman Domingo there. The movie's called Michael, set to come out in April of next year. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. 725. We're going right to Rob Woodfork. All right, Maryland trying to hang on at home against Wisconsin. The Terps led by 20 at halftime, but the Badgers winning the third quarter. 21 to 13. It is 52 42 now, a minute to go in this third quarter. Uh, Bree McDaniel made her first four shots, had 10 points in the first quarter. Since then, she is 0 for 6 and has only scored two points. Uh, weird uh, anomaly here for the uh, Terrapins. Uh, 6 of 11 from three. That's 